drinks coming left and right. You're well supplied. Your cup overflows. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. We thank you that we've been able to celebrate communion together and the goodness of God. Lord, I thank you that you love us and you long for us to know you fully. And I pray as Dom shares your word that something of that love for us and your desire for us would carry through to our hearts and our lives today in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. Charles uh, asked me if I could use the other mic, but I prefer this mic because as you might have noticed a while ago, I've been coughing. So all of you prayer warriors, could you please pray for me now? <laughs> um, so I can easily not cough on the mic. Okay, uh, when Stuart asked me if I could preach today, he didn't give me a topic. And sometimes that's difficult because uh, you you don't know what to work on. And I was like, okay, God, what what do you want me to speak for? And I was about, I I think, three days, three or four days, asking God, what do you want me to speak? Lord, can I speak in this and speak in that? Can I look at previous messages? But no, I don't want to go there. And then God just simply asked me this question. Are you still enjoying me? And I, I was stunned by that question because the truth is, at that time, which was a week ago, huh, the honest answer, Lord, is no. Because, you know, in your Christian walk, we were praying a while ago, you get so busy, uh, you have a lot of noble things, things for God, work for God, and you sometimes just miss the point of like being in the presence of God because you come to God with a certain sense of, you have, a, you have an agenda when you already come to God. And when you come to God and you, your view of God is already colored by, by your agenda. I'm making sense. And, 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 and when God asked me that question, I, I, was, I was quiet. It's like, huh. The honest answer, Lord, was no. And, and God reminded me of, of the times when I actually laughed with him. How many of you have done that? That you actually just laughed with God. And I was laughing while remembering those memories, and I'm going to share them to you because I believe God is a God of humor and fun. You know, laughter is not a result of the fall. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was remembering my, my friend, God, the, the friends that God gave to me and who were re- really, really funny, and I believe they're not a mistake. And I was like, God, you're, you're a God of humor. You're, you're a God of joy and fun and laughter. And, and one particular memory that came to me, um, the very first day in uni, uh, how many uni students here? Uh, first day in uni can be so daunting. And so I, I was just very insecure of my height. So in the classroom, I sat at the back because my goal was just to disappear, just to hide. And I was thinking of maybe if I could find friends who are of the same, same-ish height with me, then, then, you know, which is not easy, which is not difficult because, you know, I could easily hide. But then I was at the back, and then this guy sat next to me who was not only the tallest in our classroom, but the tallest in the whole department. And the reason why he was sitting next to me because he was also insecure of his height. <laughs> he, was, he was hiding. Good luck with that. Hiding. <laughs> beside me. And eventually he became my best friend. 
And uh, so we always hung out together. We, you know, we, we go for walks. And then and basically him being with me emphasizes being tall. And me being with him emphasizes being, me being short. And so like, oh, God has a sense of humor. That's the way God wants me to deal with insecurity. Just accept who you are. And another story. Um, how many of you have heard of Youth with a Mission? It's a mission organization uh, they have bases all over the world, and uh, there's base in the Philippines in my city. And the leader, that time, is a good friend of mine. But there was a time that he wasn't my friend. I didn't like him at all because uh, his, he was too radical for for me back then. He's you know big guy, long hair, tattoos, and really scary guy, really scary guy. And I just didn't like him. And then one day, I felt so convicted by judging him. You know, because I was judging him. I didn't like him. And then God told me, okay, go call him and, and apologize because you didn't like him. How many have done that? You call someone and tell someone, I'm sorry, I don't like you. <laughs> but mind you, that back then it wasn't funny at all. So I, I was just wrestling with this thought, are you serious? Is this you, God? It's just me, my conscience. I just felt it was from God. So I obeyed it. I obeyed God's voice. And um, I... <laughs> And I rang the phone. I was hoping, please, don't pick up the phone, please. And um, I'm hoping, please, be away of the office, you know. But, uh, of course, someone picked up the phone. And guess, guess who picked the phone? It's him, Joel. Joel is his name. So, Joel, so, what can I do for you, Dominic? Um, <laughs> it was the most awkward phone conversation I've ever had. I just want. I just feel convicted to apologize to you. I'm really, really sorry. Oh, what's that? What have you done? Uh, nothing really. I just, I just didn't like you. <laughs> and and we became good friends after that. I said, thank you, brother, for being so honest with me. I know a lot of people don't like me because how I look, but you know, I just poured out my heart. To, I'm really sorry because I know God is just changing my my view, my attitude, and I I've judged him. And, and those were the funny moments that I had. And there, there's still a lot. Um, but sometimes I, sometimes I forget those things because I, I, I come together with an agenda. You know what I mean? Um, when you just, we just want to do things for God. And, and sometimes you forget just enjoying God's presence. Sis Lewis said, joy is a serious business in heaven. A serious business in heaven. Um, the Bible talks about God rejoicing over us with singing. For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With His love, He will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. And see this the picture of God just being so happy over you. Rejoicing over you. And I've done that with Liam, just being silly with Liam. You know, just rejoicing over Liam. Jesus talks about rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous in heaven straight away. Guess how many sinners repent every day? I don't know. But I believe there will be, there's, every day there's a sinner who repents and every day there's rejoicing in heaven. There's rejoicing in heaven. Joy is a serious business in heaven, there's a story in the Old Testament when um, the Israelites have, have gone back to Israel from, from the exile. And um, Nehemiah, 
just just finished building the wall, and he called all the Israelites, and they they told Ezra to read the law. And when Ezra was reading the law, the law of Moses, basically the Israelites felt so convicted, and they started weeping. And then Nehemiah said this in Nehemiah chapter eight, verse nine to twelve and seventeen. Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest, and teacher of the law, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, "This day is holy." To the, Lord, to the Lord your God. Now let me just pause there. Sometimes when we hear holy, our perception of holy is like, you know, just tread carefully. Don't, don't move. Don't say anything. You shh, be quiet. But here, it says here, do not mourn or weep. For all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The Levites calmed all the people, saying, Be still, for this is a holy day. Do not grieve. Then all the people went away to eat and drink, to send portions of food, and to celebrate with great joy, because they now understood the words that had been made known to them. The whole company that had returned from exile built temporary shelters and lived in them. From the days of Joshua, son of Nun, until that day, the Israelites had not celebrated it like this. And their joy was very great. So basically, Nehemiah and Ezra and all the leaders of the Israelites saying, this is a holy day. Go and party. And sometimes we, we, we don't combine those two things together because we, we think of holy and approaching God as He's going to strike me with lightning. You know, don't get me wrong. God is a holy God. And rejoicing in the presence of God is not diminishing His holiness. No. We are called to rejoice. The Bible says in Psalm 100, verses 1 through 2, it says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Now, when I read this verse, the picture I have in my mind is that when you are cheering for, uh, for your team who just won a major league, a football team who just won a major league. Yeah! Yeah! You know, and people, if we could do that with a football team who's here today and gone tomorrow, how much more for God? And, and that's just, just cheering, just delighting in God. And, and this, is, this is the point. We, we sometimes come to God with, with just heaviness, you know, and, and, and not just just rejoicing in who He is and His love for us. And um, the Bible says, Take delight in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Some version says, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Now what does it mean to delight in the Lord? To delight in the Lord is to find pleasure in His presence. Go back to that football analogy. How many of you have experienced that? Now you, you're, in the, you're in the stadium and your team just won a major league. And you, you just, you're just on top of the world. You see that sheer pleasure of being in that atmosphere of victory. How many of you experienced that? <laughs> Depending which team you choose. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it's just that, that atmosphere, that just finding pleasure, that joy. And Psalm 16:11 says, You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. 
in the presence of God, you just, you just enjoy being in the presence of God. You just enjoy being loved by God and loving Him. You know, and God just lavishing His grace and love over you, just enjoying His presence. To delight in the Lord is to find satisfaction in His presence. When you, when you feel like you don't need anything else, this is it. This is, I'm home. This is all I want in my life. It's just, just in your presence. Going back to the football analogy, how many of you, when you were celebrating, you were thinking of, of bills to pay or your cares and worries and anxieties? You weren't thinking of that at all because you were just enjoying the moment, right? You were just delighting in the moment. In the same way, when we, are, when we learn to just delight in the presence of God, you just cast all your cares upon Him. You wouldn't think about it because God will just remind you of who He is and what He can do and just, and just that peace and safety and security in His presence. And sometimes we miss that because we're just, we're just so busy. I realize now that our view of God is not static. Oftentimes our view of God changes depending on our experiences and our pains and what we go through. And, and, and if we're not careful, we, we distort the image of God because of our pains, our experiences. And that's why it's important to just sit at the presence of God and just let Him be God. The Bible says, be still and know that He is God and know that He is Lord. To delight in the presence of God, or Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise His holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgives all your sins. And heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Psalm 107, verse 8 and 9. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. So to delight in the Lord, just to be satisfied. In his presence, John Piper said, God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. You know, we, we, I, I realize now, having worked in the church, you know, you, um, I can be so busy, can be doing things for the glory of God, and still don't enjoy God. But we just have to do it because it's a good thing to do, right? It's a noble thing to do. When our first and primary calling is to be, not to do. To be in His presence. Just to delight in Him. And I realize the more I just sit in His presence, the more actually I'm more effective in my ministry. Because my strength is not coming from my own effort, but just coming from His empowering, refreshing love for me. So why do we... What are the re- um, to delight in the Lord is to delight in His Word. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. I, o- I often um, have this picture of uh, when I'm reading God's Word, I'm eating scones <laughs> with, with, with clotted cream and jam because it's just like sweet thing. <laughs> That's how I picture it. Just, oh, this is great, God. <laughs> Sorry, this is me. You know, just, uh, it's just del- delighting in God's word, just eating God's word, devouring God's word, as if just just enjoying God's word. So, what are the possible reasons why we do not enjoy God's presence? 
I've many thought of this. Number one is sin. <clears throat> when we sin, we hide away from God's presence. So Adam and Eve did. You know, we, we, we think, you know, <laughs> realize when we sin or when we're living in sin, basically our image of God is distorted. And then we, we just hide away from God because, because we are aware of God's holiness and God's going to strike us. Um, number two, distorted view of God. When we view God as an unhappy, angry God, who would want to spend time with God? If, if that's our view of God. Am I making sense? You know, God is a happy God. He's full of joy and, and, and full of life. So we have a distorted view of God. And oftentimes this is because, of again, of our experiences, of our pains and hurts and what people say about God. Number three, lack of personal encounters with God. And what I mean with this is that we're just so busy, we're just so distracted that we don't spend time with Him. And because we don't spend time with Him, we just don't know His presence. We don't enjoy His presence because, because we don't really know Him. Am I making sense? Lack of personal encounters with God. And it's great if you just... Remember the times, wow, God, I remember those times when I just didn't want to leave that room because your presence was just so thick. And I just want to stay there. But, um, you know, God's way is, is for you to enjoy His presence and carry His presence somewhere. So it doesn't mean that when you leave the place where you encounter God, it doesn't mean that God's presence is not with you. Okay? <clears throat> Unresolved heart issues, unforgiveness, fear, bitterness, etc. If you have all these things, you're carrying all these things, it's heavy. Do you know what I mean? Um, Helen shared about, you know, um, you, your life is not in the dump or in the garbage tip. You know, and so, sometimes we're carrying all this garbage in our heart. And we just, when we, in, when we come into God's presence, God would highlight those things if we don't want to share those things because we're holding on to them when God says, just let go. Just let go. And you, you will find freedom when you let go. So sin, distorted view of God, lack of personal encounters with God, and unresolved heart issues. So how do we enjoy God's presence? Well, if it's sin, then confess your sins and turn away from them. The Bible says, confess your sins to God and He is just and faithful to forgive all our sins. Confess, repent, just enjoy God's presence. Number two, set times when you come to Him without any agenda. Just come to Him as, as a child of God. Just be with Him. Talk to God about unimportant stuff. Now, this might be bizarre, but because uh, oftentimes we have this, oh, God is so busy, I can't talk to Him about, you know, whatever was going on. But God is a God of details. He, he, he loves you. <laughs> I remember one time, I was, I was uh, we went to the London Zoo with, with you know, Liam and, and, and Matt and Helen and Samuel. And, um, and I was just observing this animal and I, I, I was talking to God, God, this is a weird animal, Lord. I felt God told me, are you mocking my creation? <laughs> oh, sorry, God, sorry. <laughs> It's cool, Lord, it's cool, it's beautiful. <laughs> but the thing is, just, we, we're just so, some, just so serious, uh, you know. When, you, when we come to God and just, just enjoy, you know, whatever your hobby is. Lord, can you, 
just enjoy being with God. Daily live in God's grace because condemnation is a very heavy thing. If you're always living in condemnation, you don't want to come together because you feel even more condemned. Do you know what I mean? The Bible says that we can come boldly now to the throne of grace because of what Jesus did. Enjoy God's blessings without feeling guilty. I remember um, one time um, Lisa and I went to Spain for holiday. And I was just enjoying all these sceneries and and then I'm reminded of my background, of my family and you know, in the Philippines. And I began feeling guilty, enjoying the holiday. Because <laughs> I was thinking of them and I was, I was like, Lord, how can I glorify you? How can I, how can I glorify you, God, with, the, with this holiday? And God was telling me, just enjoy. Be thankful that God has allowed you to experience that. Enjoy God's blessings without feeling guilty. And lastly, do not compartmentalize your spiritual life. See, when we don't enjoy God, and this is definitely true for me, I begin to compartmentalize my life. So whenever I, I want like spiritual stuff or important stuff, I go to God. But when, I, when I want to just enjoy myself, you know, I, I don't call God because I, I don't see God as a God who enjoys stuff. Do you know what I mean? And God has really challenged me that, no, I, uh, no, I created you. I created your desires. I created your the things that you, you want, you enjoy, and that's okay. You know, as long as it's in line with His nature. Am I making sense? So do not compartmentalize your spiritual life. Today's message is very short. That's all. It's very short and simple. Enjoy God's presence. In the busyness of life, just bask in His presence. Let, enjoy the pleasure of just being loved by God and loving Him. Let's pray.